A controversial drug administered to livestock has been at the center of growing health concerns, international trade disputes, and it even played a part in a Supreme Court ruling on Monday. Joining us now is Helena Buttmiller, a journalist for the Food and Environmental Reporting Network, and I'm very pleased to welcome her to today's unreported segment. Hello. Helena, are you there? Oh, okay, well... uh, Maybe I should uh, talk I'm a bit. Here. Oh, oh, good. I'm here. Welcome, welcome to our show. The drug in question is called ractopamine hydrochloride. What does it do when it's given to animals? I'm here. I just can't hear um, Leonard. You can't hear me. Okay. Well, oh, there you are. Okay, so somebody probably uh, turned up the volume. Uh, the, the drug in question, as I said, is called ractopamine hydrochloride. What does it do when it's given to animals? Well, ractopamine uh, belongs to a class of drugs called beta agonists, and it essentially mimics stress hormones, so the heart will beat faster, blood vessels will relax, and more importantly for, for the livestock industry, it directs nutrients towards lean meat production and away from fat. So it's used to boost growth and keep pigs um, a little bit more lean. And it's fed to them at the end of their life, right up until slaughter. Now you say pigs. Uh, Isn't it also being given to other animals? Right. It's approved for pigs, for cattle, and for turkeys. It's most widely used in pork production, and it's also used in, um, in beef production, but probably around half or less than half of cattle production. Does it affect the nature of the animal's meat? Um, There are some studies that show that it might make meat a little bit tougher. I mean, obviously, when you lose some fat, it changes uh, the texture of the meat, and it might make the meat uh, a little bit lighter in color. Leanness tends to to do that, but not not significantly. How is it typically administered? Um, it would be administered um, watered down in feed. So you'd have a, a certain proportion of the drug mixed into dry feed for the animal. And you say it's uh, usually done in uh, the uh, right before the animal is slaughtered. Right. To, it's to... the last weeks. It's a finishing, in their finishing feed. Has anybody done an assessment of the economic benefit for meat producers when they administer this drug? Right. So the company that produces it, Alanco, which is a division of Eli Lilly, says that um, when used in pigs, for example, it can increase the amount of um, meat that the animal, or the amount of weight that they'll gain by 10% compared to animals that were not given the drug. So that can come out to about $2 per head. And so if you have a lot of pigs, that obviously would add up quite quickly. Haven't there been complications associated with this drug? Um, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, my investigation of FDA veterinary records found that uh, this drug has actually sickened or killed more pigs than any other livestock drug on the market, and there are lots of those. And as soon as the drug hit the market, um, there were lots of reports coming from farmers and veterinarians complaining about things like aggression, hyperactivity, trembling, broken limbs, inability to walk, and a higher number of pigs dying before reaching the slaughterhouse. What they call downer pigs? Right, downer pigs. And and this is particularly relevant right now because 
um, Monday, the Supreme Court struck down a, um, a 2009 California law that actually banned the sale and slaughter of these so-called downer um, livestock. And that just means they, they can't walk when they show up at the slaughter facility. Um, and the Supreme Court basically said that state laws can't supersede the Federal Meat Inspection Act. Um, so this issue has, uh, has been, you know, obviously been coming up more and more because of this case and also more consumers are just concerned about animal welfare. Now, why can't they walk? Well, part of it probably has to do with the rapid weight gain. Um, but overall, it, it appears that certain a certain number of the pigs just um, become very stressed out. Their systems are perhaps overloaded. Um, their heart's beating faster. So a certain number of pigs are seeming to just react um, more strongly than others. Now, was ractopamine a, a target of this law in California? No. Um, so ractopamine actually... Because there were a high number of adverse reactions reported after it was approved in 1999, in 2002, FDA asked that company to put a warning label um, on the drug that said that it could contribute to the number of downer pigs or animals unable to walk. And so um, it's, it's not that, that the drug was targeting ractopamine, but ractopamine can contribute to the problem that the law was targeting. So... Uh the uh, pig breeders are pig farmers are warned but that doesn't mean they can't uh, that they can't use a drug and I'm guessing that the Supreme Court ruling will ensure that ractopamine will continue to be used um, well, I'm sure it will continue to be used there's certainly an economic incentive to use it well, the Supreme Court decision was unanimous in favor of an industry yeah. trade group uh, why was that trade group opposed to the law well, the law says that um, if an animal shows up that and it can't walk, it has to be immediately euthanized. And the way USDA works now, and USDA regulates the safety of meat and poultry across the country, uh, if an animal shows up and can't walk, they give it time to rest. And then if it recovers from w whether it was heat, stress, or it's sick, or tired, or stubborn, whatever the reason, then it could proceed to slaughter. Um, and so the Meat Association was arguing that the state laws were restrictive and going above and beyond the Federal Meat Inspection Act. And federal law, in this case, is the law of the land. So, And does, it, does this inability to walk, at least for a time, affect only pigs, or uh, because this drug is also administered to beef cattle, and turkeys, are we seeing something similar with them? Um, it appears that it's mostly affecting pigs, but I, uh, you know, downer cows are already um, restricted from the food supply because of the um, risk for mad cow. So um, it's, and, and we're actually not even clear how many turkeys are given the drug. It was approved for turkeys in 2008, but it's very difficult to tell how widely it's used. So there's probably a certain amount of resistance uh, among farmers. Uh, right. what, what about vets? Did you speak to them about this drug? Um, yeah, it sounds like um, because there were a lot of problems, especially in the beginning, there, there's definitely been a scaling back of dosages. And, um, you know, if, if you work in the industry, 
it's definitely accepted. It's an accepted use. Now, a listener wonders about its application to turkeys. Does Do fowl respond differently than mammals to a drug like this? Um, that's a good question. Um, I definitely focused more on pigs because that's um, where the, the trade dispute really is centered on pork. Um, but certainly poultry are a leaner animal to begin with. And, um, you know, Temple Grandin, the famous um, animal behavior, animal welfare expert, often talks about this issue of biological overload. And poultry in this country, you know, conventional poultry production, are already kind of known for having that problem of biological overload or having um, kind of too much weight on the animal at one point or, or during their lives. So pushing them um, farther than their biology was intended. And so when I talk to certain animal welfare and animal um, behavior um, experts, they, they definitely expressed concern about using it in poultry just because those, um, those production methods are already, you know, certainly pushed to the, to the brink. So, um, and those, and also poultry is already a leaner meat. So it's unclear if there would be the same, the same benefit to producers. Have trace amounts of the drug been found in meat that's sold to humans? Um, yeah, there's limited testing in the U.S. Between 2007 and 2009, um, our domestic testing program found trace levels of ractopamine in small amounts, and I think it was 20 pork samples and seven beef samples. And they were all below the level that FDA um, considers safe. But in 20, or last year, for example, um, no tests were conducted on, I think it was 22 billion pounds of pork that were produced in this country, and only 712 samples were taken from 26 billion pounds of beef. You mentioned... So the testing is certainly limited. But although you, you talked about levels that are considered safe, has, has this drug been approved for medical use in humans? No. So different kinds of beta agonist drugs are used in human medicine for things like asthma or heart failure, but ractopamine has not been produced or approved or proposed. Has for it been tested human on use. humans? Um, there was one human study, um, and it involved six young, healthy men, and that is the, the use of that study in the safety assessment has become um, part of the part of the dispute over this drug. European scientists argued that the study sample size was too small to use in the safety assessment. So that's certainly been an issue, but there was only one human study. You mean those, those picky Europeans are upset that only <laughs> that, that six humans were tested? That's not enough for them? Um, what, what about meat labels? Is there any way to even know whether or not we're buying something that has rectopamine in it? Um. There are no labeling requirements, for sure. Um, it's not allowed to be used in organic meat production. Um, I know just in, in my research that, um, you know, Chipotle, the restaurant chain, doesn't use it. Whole Foods Market doesn't sell meat raised on rectopamine. And some, you know, companies, meat companies like Nyman Ranch don't. But if you're just a consumer looking at some conventional pork in the meat aisle, you certainly can't tell whether or not it came from a pig that was given this drug or not. 
My guest is Helena Botmiller, who is a journalist for the Food and Environmental Reporting Network. We're talking about uh, a drug called ractopamine hydrochloride, uh, a drug that uh, is used in uh, the raising of pigs mostly, but also cattle and turkeys, and uh, probably would have been uh, prevented from use in California if the Supreme Court hadn't struck down a California law which required slaughterhouses to euthanize animals that couldn't walk. They did that this past Monday. This is WNYC, WNYC.org. I'm Leonard Lopate. How long has rectopamine been on the market? Um, it was approved for use in pigs in 1999. Approved by the or FDA or the USDA? Approved by the FDA. So mm-hmm. the Food and Drug Administration regulates animal drugs, much like they regulate human drugs. Um, and so FDA approved rectopamine in 1999 for pigs, 2003 for cattle, and 2008 for turkeys. And so it's been on the market for a while. But many countries have banned the use of rectopamine. Had they used it and then changed their minds? Um, no. The, the international trade controversy on this is, is really fascinating. Um, you know, we obviously widely use it in the U.S., um, but because China, the European Union, Taiwan, and others have a zero-tolerance policy, both for domestic use and for accepting pork products that were raised on the drug, it's become a really contentious issue. And U.S. trade officials consider um, these import restrictions trade barriers. So they're definitely working to um, you know, break down those barriers. Do we sell a lot of pork to China? Yeah, our um, exports to China have actually quadrupled since 2005 to, I think we're just under um, half a billion dollars worth of pork, but it still represents a really small percentage of the market share there. So I think something like 2 to 3%. So it's a huge market that um, you know our industry would obviously like to um, sell more pork to. Um, China consumes more pork consumes and produces more pork than any other country in the world. They actually have more pigs in China than we have citizens in the United States. They have over 500 million million pigs in China uh, that are processed every year. Well, the the general sense of uh, Chinese food safety is that it's less safe than this country, and yet they're reluctant to accept products with this drug. Uh, So... um, do they? Is it the same reason that the EU countries are concerned about it? What, uh, what, so what do they say? The EU, they uh, are the main objections to pigs with rectopamine. Right for for the EU, it has primarily been that they um, they don't allow drugs used primarily for growth promotion in the EU, and they've published a fifty page scientific opinion about rectopamine in particular that criticizes the science and questions the safety. So they have a more um, comprehensive rejection of rectopamine. For China, the issue has um, really been um, specifically concerns about this drug residue in certain pig organs. Um, In China, things like pig lung, liver, kidneys are more uh, common in a traditional Chinese diet than um, an American diet. So and because the drug can be found at higher levels, if, if 
a Chinese consumer is making pig lung soup, there might be a concern there. And they're very, very sensitive about food safety issues for the reasons you mentioned. They have a huge problem with consumer confidence in China. They have high-profile scandal after high-profile scandal. And so um, especially drugs used in pork, because it's such an important um, meat in their in their diet, it's, they're very sensitive about the issue. The Chinese government has created a strategic yeah. pork reserve. That's right. They, that's because it's, it's uh, they want to end cheap they, pork production. Yeah. Sorry, what was that? As a way of ending cheap pork production in China, making sure that the pork is safe. Um, well, I think the reserve is to, to ensure that supplies are are stable. Um, and they're actually getting to the point now where they need to import more pork because more people are, you know, having the income to be able to afford meat. So that's why you see more, um, more import there. Mm. Uh, uh, it's also to ensure that pork doesn't become too expensive in China. But obviously they don't want to buy stuff with rectopamine. Uh, the United States government is pushing for them to do that. Uh, is it likely that will prevail? Um, you know, it's it's not clear how this will play out. Um, the fight has been going on um, for several years now, and it has really um, uh, taken place in a an obscure but pretty important part of the international trade scene, and that's the Codex Alimentarius Commission. And this is a UN um, body that sets um, global food safety standards. And the EU and China have for several years for several years now managed to block a global standard um, for ectopamine, and it should be noted that you and China together produce and consume about 70% of the world's pork. And if there were a codex standard, and the, and the standard focuses exactly on um, how much, uh, or there, it, it's basically setting a maximum residue limit for the drug in meat, if there was a codex standard that was adopted, um, it would strengthen the ability of any country that uses this drug um, to dispute any import restrictions on it at that WTO. Just one more thing, so, Helena. Mm -hmm. uh, we Pork has been promoting itself as uh, a, a meat that has less fat. Is that, mm -hmm. to some degree, a result of the use of a drug like this? Well, I think consumer demand for more lean meat has certainly... Um, fed into the, the direction that the pork industry has gone. Um, you know, if you're known as serving uh, a type of meat that has more fat, you could worry about consumers being turned off to that. So I certainly think the, the pork industry has responded to consumer demand on this issue, both through genetics, through selecting pigs that are leaner, and also through using this drug. Thank you so much for talking with us on today's underreported segment. Uh, Helena Buttmiller is a journalist for the Food and Environment Reporting Network. We've been talking about ractopamine hydrochloride. You didn't know that it was in your meat. Thank you again. Thank you for having me.